Jesus Christ, man, we're we're running low on that bottle. So, yeah, Chattanooga whiskey. Throw us another bottle of this of this uh, straight bourbon one. whiskey, ninety-one proof. They got a new uh, experimental batch that they just put out. Too. Experimental batch. Yeah. Might make me and you get experimental. Yeah. <laughs> Barrel ninety-one, Tennessee high malt. I'll send you the address of the studio. You can just drop that mailbox. Yeah, that'd be. <laughs> just send over a uh, DoorDash driver. <laughs> Make sure that motherfucker doesn't knock on the door. <laughs> but yeah, if you've listened to this long enough, you know the situation with fucking DoorDash knocking on goddamn doors. Dude, I ordered fucking pizza again because I can't help myself. You I'm stop. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah, I know. I'm going to start like making fun of you if you quit. Coming to you from high atop the mendacious building in beautiful downtown Chattanooga. It's the Bulldash Syndicate. And now here's your hosts, Chip and James. Chip. And I'm not James. And this is the Balderdash Syndicate. I've had a shit day. Have you? Yeah. How bad has it been? It's been pretty fucking upsetting. Really? I'm surprised you're not drinking more. It's been that upsetting where you can't even drink a lot. I used to get very mad and have road rage a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was with the, <clears throat> used to date this girl and she told me, why do you always, why are you always fucking pissed off? I said, because if I go left, that's where all all of a sudden all the traffic's to the left. Yeah. No matter which way I go, it's the wrong fucking choice. Yeah. And it's, it happens. She goes, no, that's bullshit, right? So then I got into five fucking accidents in a year. Holy shit. In, down, in, down in Fort Lauderdale. And not a single one of them was my fault. Wow. Other than I turned fucking. The last one, I got T-boned. Okay, this is what happened. Uh, the first one, I was in the parking lot of the place I worked taking a nap, yeah. s- sitting in my car. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Some old lady floors it and goes all the way across the fucking parking lot, the entire fucking parking lot, and smashes into me. No right? way. Nothing stopped her all the way across the whole parking lot <laughs> except, except me. Yeah, except right? Because I was out, out and I'm parked way the fuck away from the store yeah. so that shit doesn't happen. Yeah. I get hit. Right? Yep. Of course. So then- the next time, um, my front end, the, the traffic was split. There's a middle lane for turning left or right. Mm-hmm. I'm on this, I'm on this, I'm on the, uh, I'm coming out of traffic. They've split to let me go out into the, the, the opposite lane in the opposite direction. Yeah. Cars are lined up deep, fucking waiting. It's one lane. It goes one lane, middle lane for for left and right turns. Yeah. And then another lane going in the opposite direction. Kind of like how the, uh, 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 uh kind of like how the, the, the split is going from like 24 to 75. I like that. There's three lanes, both outside lanes go to the outside. No, 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 no. The middle one splits. No, no. Uh, it, it would be like a two lane road, one, uh-huh. one going one way, one going the other way. And in the middle is a lane to go 
to stores on the left or, you know what I mean? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Okay. I so, got you. Yeah. Okay. So they, I'm coming out of a store. So the car, the, the, the cars split to let yeah. me creep through them yes. and get oh, into and go yeah. the other way. Yeah. Right. Um, so my, I poke my nose out into that turn fucking lane, just the, just like not even a foot of my uh-huh. car sticking out into that fucking turn lane. And somebody has decided they're going to get in that fucking middle lane and pass by all the traffic. Yes. And yeah. tags me. Yeah. Right. So now my car's in the shop and they give me a, uh, grand caravan. So me and my son are in the grand caravan. We just went to the bait shop. Got a bucket of fucking shiners, mm-hmm. and he's in the back seat, strapped in. The shiners are on the fucking floor. I'm in the front seat, and we're driving. Um, we're right across the street from the park, and I'm going across a green light, mm-hmm. and some dude in a fucking like an old ass Caprice, some Asian guy in an old ass Caprice, runs the fucking light and hits that fucking front wheel so hard. That it just fucking caved the fucking front wheel underneath that fucking rental car. Yeah. Right? Spun us around. Steven's in the back seat losing his shit. So I think he's there's nothing, you know, what the fuck is wrong with my kid? I'm getting ready to kill some motherfucker. Yeah. And he's upset because the shiner spilt everywhere. That's all he was fine. Everything oh, yeah. was cool. Okay. Right? Yeah. So then I go back to the rental place and they say, Well, we're not gonna give you a good car this time. And they gave me a piece of shit, right? So I drive yeah. that around. I finally get my car back, and I'm like, okay, I've had enough. I'm going to fucking – this car is cursed. I'm taking <clears> the fucking car in. I get off the highway, and I'm at the – you come down the bottom of the fucking off-ramp, uh-huh. and it's a stop sign. Uh-huh. And directly across the street is the dealership. So yeah. I, I'm with this girl who is, like, still not fucking convinced. Yeah, you're just a bad driver. It's you. Yeah. She's, yeah. well, yeah. She's like, she's like, you know, you fucking, I go, I got to get rid of this fucking car. I'm looking across the street at the fucking Ford pickups and shit. I'm like, I'm parked at a stop sign. Yep. And this fucking bitch rear ends me because she's talking on her phone and slams into the back of me. Now I'm done. I'm fucking, this chick is going to die. Yeah. I jump out of the car and start storming back to her. My girlfriend is screaming, fucking stop, stop, stop. The girl in the car has locked her doors and is calling the police, which is good. She needs to call the fucking police. She just hit me. Yeah. Right. Um, so now I can't trade my fucking car in because now it's got to go to the shop again. So now she's convinced <laughs> <laughs> that the, uh, that the fucking, that there's an issue. Yeah. So this morning, I go to take the dog to the park <clears throat> mm-hmm. and there's a, like a two lane road going in and it's the same way I take all the time and they're doing road work and they have shut the fucking road down mm-hmm. and there's a line of cars just sitting there. So for 15 minutes we're sitting there and they're still not letting cars through. So I to fuck pull a U-turn on this little fucking road and haul ass. So I'm pissed off about that because now I got to drive all the way around the other side yeah. to get to the fucking park. So d- to bring it back the other night, we got done recording last week. It was late and I decide I'm going to go to McDonald's and I go to the first McDonald's and I'm yeah. on the phone with you Yeah, and I roll into McDonald's and they, they're fucking closed. 
They're not, there are 24 hour McDonald's that when I pull up, they say we're closed for fucking maintenance. Okay, fine. So now I'm driving to the next McDonald's. It's three miles away. I'm on the phone with you. I'm pissed off. I roll up to that McDonald's and they tell me it's cash only. Yeah. So now I'm even more pissed off. Yeah. So there's another McDonald's that says it's 24. Oh, was it, what was the other one? Anyway, I I drive to the third McDonald's. And the 24-hour McDonald's says that they've stopped being a 24-hour McDonald's. Yeah, because they didn't have any employees. They couldn't keep people. Yeah, there. right. Yeah. So then you're laughing at me going, you should just stop going to fucking drive throughs <laughs> right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's bad all around. Okay. So the next night, you're with me. <laughs> We're going to drive throughs <laughs> <laughs> We go to stop at the first drive through with yeah. McDonald's. 24 hour McDonald's and they've got cones up through the, in front of their drive through. And there's a fucking troll in the parking lot in a McDonald's uniform. Yep. And she says, (laughs) it's like the ghost of the troll. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you said, Hey, are you guys open? And she said, no, we close. (laughs) We close. I can't even get in there. I got a kitty in there. We close. That's exactly what she sounded like. (laughs) So we go across. And that was not from a hole in her neck either. No. (laughs) And this chick was maybe 30 years old. (laughs) Yeah. So there's definitely something wrong with that chick. Yeah. So we go across the street. (laughs) Yeah. Never mind. So we go across the street to the crystals. Yep. Because they looked open. Yeah. All their lights are on. Uh, All of them. Every single one of them. Yeah. (laughs) We drive around. And people follow us. Yeah. They see uh, us going and they're like, those guys are open. Yeah. Let's go there. Yeah. Nope. Not open. Yeah. Nope. So we so go. Now we're the assholes because we took a fucking train of people <laughs> through the crystals. <laughs> right. So now we're like, okay, well, we'll just go down the next fucking road, next exit and um, and go check out the McDonald's there. There's got to be a McDonald's or something to go there. So we go to the McDonald's and it is like 449 or some stupid shit like that. Yeah. And I said, hey, I want a 20-piece chicken McNugget. Oh, not even. Not even because I think they were getting ready. They were getting ready to switch over for breakfast at 5 a.m. is what it was. And the, by, when we pulled up, there was like 10 minutes. It was 10 till. Right. Yeah. Okay. I said, do you have yeah. a 20-piece chicken McNugget? And she says, well, I guess I'll have to check. Yeah. And I said, and then I look at you and I said, God, that's a fucking lot of attitude. Like fucking, I, I would normally just drive away from this shit, but I'm fucking really hungry now. Yeah. And by the way, this <clears> isn't <throat> us sitting around like twiddling our thumbs. Like, what do you want to do? Oh, let's go get some drive through. No, this is us uh, getting off of work yeah. and fucking. And trying to hurry up and fucking eat something so we can sleep for an hour before yeah. we get up and come do this shit. Yeah. So. She goes, she comes back. Well, I guess you're in luck. We've got chicken nuggets. I said, okay, well, I want chicken nuggets and I want a couple of cheeseburgers. Oh, we don't have cheeseburgers. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Right. They don't have cheeseburgers. They didn't have fries. Didn't have fries. They had 20 chicken nuggets and that was it. And it's been sitting there for several fucking hours. Yeah. Because they've been sitting around getting high in the fucking cooler waiting for the fucking breakfast shit to switch over. Yeah. She goes, well, we're just getting ready to switch over breakfast. And I'm like, it is 10 till and you don't have any fucking food and you're yeah. not going to make any. And you can't just throw it on really yeah. quick. Right. Yeah. So I said, well, fuck this. I'm out of here. <clears throat> fuck you people. Yeah. Pretty much. He's pretty fucking mad. Yeah. So we go to the next one. 
And I ended up getting food. Yeah, they were open. I got food. I wasn't even going to get food. And right. then when that last one was open, I was like, yeah, I'm going to fucking get food because it seems like everything's closed. <laughs> yeah. So late last night, I grabbed the dog. It's like 4 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I go to that same McDonald's we we ended up having luck at. Right? Uh-huh. So I just I just wanted a fucking coffee. Right? I didn't feel like making a coffee. And the fucking dog was like looking at me like, why the fuck are we still in the house? You know, yeah. at four o'clock in the morning, she wants yeah. to go out. So I throw her in the car. We go up there. And there is a girl in the fucking drive, doing the drive through, this redhead girl who is like model hot. Mm-hmm. Like ridiculous fucking why the fuck she's working at McDonald's. I don't have any clue. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, well, this is a pleasant fucking surprise. Yeah. Like this is going really well. <laughs> Right. I'm getting my coffee. There's no fucking difficulties. Yeah. And I'm like, and when that happens, I'm overjoyed. When she, yeah. when nobody fucks up my order, when the fucking place doesn't catch on fire as I'm sitting there fucking waiting for my order or anything, yeah. I'm thrilled to death just yeah. because it's smooth. Smooth. For once. Right? Yeah. yeah. I understand. <clears throat> so I go home. I drink my coffee. Everything's great. Then I wake up this morning and I go to go to the dog park. They got the road closed. And I'm like, God damn it. So tonight on the way here, I go to that same McDonald's and I'm like, I wonder if that redhead's fucking working at that McDonald's. I'm going to grab a burger and a fucking, yeah. I was going to just grab a coffee, but I, when I'm sitting there looking at the food <clears throat> and I see that cars are going through the drive through I'm like, you know what? I'm going to grab a fucking sandwich because yeah. we're going to be fucking drinking. Yep. So I pull up and there's a, uh, this is again this McDonald's for whatever fucking reason they only hire hot chicks, yeah, right. And okay. I don't know why, but that just seems to be the way it is. Mm-hmm. So there's a hot chick training at the fucking first register. Her manager, which is a dude, is standing over her shoulder. He look all right. Did he look all right? Yeah. No, he was kind of a fucking big old fucking okay doughy fucking dude. Which yeah, it makes yeah. me feel so much better when I see all these hot chicks <laughs> with those ugly dudes in there. Yeah. You know, and I think I think that's yeah. probably what's going on is the ugly dudes were only hiring hot chicks. Okay, guys, got it. <laughs> and they're uh, all like, got it. <laughs> we gotta fucking even the score somehow. Yeah. Um it's a fucking McDonald's filled with incels and hot chicks. There's gotta be yeah. <laughs> anyway, she takes my order. And I give her the money. Everything goes smoothly. And then she is talking to the dude. She's not talking to the dude. The dude's talking to the side of her head going, it's much nicer to work with you than that other girl. He's complaining about some other chick and how much nicer it is to work with this chick. And she pulls her fucking cell phone out and just starts scrolling through Facebook. Right. Yeah. Which is a completely different world to me to be like at work. Your boss is standing two feet away from you and you just whip your phone out and start fucking like blatantly fucking ignoring them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because that's what it is. Yeah. It's a rude fucking yeah. thing to do. Um, You do it to me all the time. I don't know why you do it. <laughs> it just happens. <laughs> I'm just tired of listening to you talk yeah. about fucking McDonald's. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so then I get to the next window, and there's a dude there, another fucking incel, and he takes my... He, t- he goes ahead and he gives me my fucking drink. And he says, hey, can you park in number two? And I'm look at him and I look at number two and I'm like, fuck it. I feel it coming. I fucking yep. feel it coming. 
Well, yeah, okay, whatever, dude. And fucking pull up to number two because the other option is no, fuck you, give me my money back, and that takes even longer. Yep. Right? Because they—that's the thing. Take your money and then not give you your shit at the next fucking window. That's such a bullshit fucking move that they've done. Yep. To where it's so fucking hard to get out of. No, I don't. I don't have the time. Yeah. That's no, I'm why wait I, here. <laughs> I'm in the fucking drive-through because I want my shit now. now. Yeah. Because I got shit to do. But now they've they've gone ahead and stuck signs in front of half their fucking parking lot because they know they're fucking you up. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> so I'm in two. There's a couple in the in one, and they're sitting there, and I'm watching cars go through the fucking drive through my rearview mirror and get their shit and leave. And somebody comes up and hands the people in number one a bag and fucking like kind of walks off. Nobody acknowledging me. I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there. And I'm like. Sitting there and I look and I've been on, I've been sitting there for 15 minutes. Ooh. So now I throw the bitch in reverse and I back up to the, the, the window, mm-hmm. but there's a car at the window. So I'm besides the car and I go, I'm honking my horn at the fucking dude. And he's ignoring, he's just like laughing and walking away, which is really making things better. Mm-hmm. The couple that's sitting at the window is looking at me going, do you, do you need them? I said, yeah, I fucking need them. Right. I'm looking at my receipt <laughs> yeah, and I'm now right now. <laughs> and now I'm 20 minutes into this. Ooh. Right. Mm-hmm. So they go, um, Hey, that dude over there needs to talk to you. And he goes, what? And he sticks his head out. And I said, Hey, you guys going to bring me my food? It's been fucking 20 minutes. Yeah. I've been sitting here for 20 fucking minutes. So he goes, he goes, puts his finger up to tell me to hold on. So he can tell that fucking couple that they need to pull up into one of the fucking parking spots. Uh-huh. Right? So he's going to fuck them too. Yeah. And now they see it coming. Because yeah. they're, they're telling them. Yeah. I've been sitting here for 20 fucking minutes. It's I'm all going them. wrong for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm passing the torch. <laughs> yeah. Right? So the girl, a girl comes to the window and she goes, what did you need? I said, I need my fucking food. What do you mean? What do I need? I said, I've been sitting here for 20 minutes. And she goes, oh, let me see your receipt. And I hand her my receipt. And she goes, oh, this is all you needed? I said, yeah. She goes, well, let me get that started for you. I'm like, fucking started for me? I've been here for almost a half hour and you haven't even started the shit? Yeah. She goes, you'll just pull up to fucking. Uh, <laughs> and I'm you'll like, just pull back over there where you were. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So 10 more minutes goes by. No and, fucking and, way. and she hands me my shit and she goes, is that all you needed? Like, it's I'm a fucking inconvenience. Yeah. I'll fucking kill. I'm going to burn that whole fucking place to the ground <laughs> over a fucking cheeseburger. God damn. So that's why I was a little late tonight and then why my drink is so full. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. How'd your trip go? It was, uh, it was really something else. <laughs> really? Yep. Did you win any money? I lost all my fucking money. Oh, really? Yeah. Now that'll do. A casino will do that. Yep. I uh, I came back with only a hundred dollars, but you didn't go with that much more than that, did you? Okay, <laughs> you went with a lot more than that. So I come back with a hundred dollars <laughs> and a fucking voucher. I was too mad to cash out for forty dollars. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. What was the forty dollar voucher for? What is fucking because 
They do they just give them to you? Well, no, you get your card, you get your player's card thing, you go down to the casino, you put that in the machine. Yeah, yeah. And then you shove cash in the fucking machine, and instead of giving you cash back, it prints out this little fucking paper voucher yeah, that yeah, tells yeah. you how much more money you got left. Yeah. And then you just stick that in the next machine until it's all gone, and then you put more cash in there, and it keeps giving you these pieces of paper till all your fucking money's gone. Yeah. And then your, you know, the last voucher that prints out says, sorry. <laughs> sorry. The AT- ATM's upstairs. Sorry, pale face. Yeah. You're fucking <laughs> no, fuck Dude, oh my God. The fucking, that is crazy. So like here, you know, pretty much like here, the COVID stuff, like, it's like it never happened almost. Mm-hmm. Like, especially around here. Yeah. Like. That shit's not fucking real. Take the signs down. Right. We're over it. We don't care. Up there, dude, the fucking the Cherokee Indians up there. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, they've, they've got a long history of yeah. fucking plagues. Al- and almost shit. as if something <laughs> happened a long time ago. <laughs> but they, they got to get past that. That was like, what, 4,000 years ago? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but like even there's a... a, a, a well, so okay, so I guess the the Cherokees there make a lot of the rules and the laws and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on the reservation. Yeah, so yeah, like they make all the rules. Yeah, and the laws. All, yeah, <laughs> all of them. So it's like you know they have their own police like, force of you know yeah. fire departments, yeah. their own fucking EMS, yeah. like all of it. It's all them all the time, right? Year round, their own fucking restaurants. You go in the Mexican restaurant, the Japanese restaurant. Guess what? It's fucking Indians cooking your food. Right? No Mexicans. No, nothing. It is all Native Americans, yep. which is very uncomfortable because I'm really white and I have a red beard <laughs> and I can see it in their eyes when I walk in. Dude, the fucking like the old men, uh-huh. when you walk in anywhere looking like me there, they're fucking like, like staring you down, like don't get too close, fucking cough on me. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty. It's like we went to a restaurant right up the street from the casino. This is in Cherokee, North Carolina, by the way. Yeah. So right up the street from the casino. And, you know, like in the casino, they're like, you know, wear your mask. Like in the casino, you can take your mask down for to drink. Can't even fucking smoke in the casino anymore at all. They've completely got rid of that. Uh, so we pull up to that restaurant and they've got a tent set up outside the door. And um, given vaccines. Pretty fucking pretty much. <laughs> it was like a buffet special. It was like $30 a person with a free COVID vaccine. <laughs> and that's what it was. It was a buffy, bu- a buffet. It was a buffy. <laughs> we, it was went, a buffy. we went and ate a buffy. Outdoors? <laughs> Indoors. Oh. <laughs> but there's a tent set up, you know, not a teepee, like a fucking, I pull apart for a tent. <laughs> and there's a. <laughs> There's a tent and like a, this is a TP and like a drum lawn and a fire and passing a pizza <laughs> pipe. But uh, the lady's like, have y'all been here before? And we're like, no, not today. And uh, she's like, okay, well, there's limited seating and it's a pretty big building. Right. The building's about the like the length of this building, right? And uh, she's like, you know, we're limited seating. There's a one hour. You have one hour to get in and get out. Really? Yes, you have one hour to get in. Get out. You keep your fucking mask on. She said that. She said, you keep your goddamn mask on. <laughs> she said, you wear your mask the entire time. She said, you can take it off to eat, you know, and take a drink. But if you get up and go back or whatever, and it's set up like a cafeteria style thing now. So yeah. you go up and the the cooks are on the opposite side of the sneeze guard there. And it's not the type of people that you want to be on the opposite sides of the side of the sneeze guard. Yeah. And, um, you just tell them what you want on their plate, on your plate, 
or their plate too, because they're eating off of it as they're making it for you. And then they oh. hand they hand it to you at the end, and you go and sit down. But it was like it was really fucking weird. All of it was. It yeah. was there was all these rules going in, and then like, all right, wash your hands, and you can't go in till you wash your hands, and they're standing there watching you. Right. It's like fucking like we went and sat down, and my wife's like, "This fucking feels like prison." Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, let's just hurry up and fucking get out of here and go somewhere else." The uh, the I told you about the fucking the Chinese buffet I went to down in Florida that when I went down there, Ooh. where they we, we okay, I may have been really fucking high, right? Maybe, um, which is the only reason to go to a fucking buffet during a pandemic. Yeah. Uh, so we go in there and the guy comes to the table and you can take your masks off at the table. Mm-hmm. You have to wear them to go get your food. You get your own food, mm-hmm. but he hands everybody at the table, a glove, a fucking yeah. run, a, a lunch glove, like yeah. a lunch lady glove. And you have to go use that to get your food. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> I, okay. <laughs> There's a hibachi buffet that we still go to now. It does that same thing. Yeah. And you wear this glove up there. You get your food. You take this glove back. You take it off with your other hand. Lay it on the table, and then use the same on glove. It, put it back on. Yeah. Go get your food. Yeah. Yeah. So the the other thing is, I've gone to a, I went to Casino uh, Seminole Reservation Casino, mm-hmm. and the difference between that casino, that reservation, and this reservation is that the Seminoles are doing so good that they don't fucking work at all, and everybody that works for them, the police, the EMS, everybody. They're all fucking white. Really? Yeah. They just fucking outsource any job they don't want to do because well, they don't have to fucking do it anymore. <laughs> and I'll tell you what's weird is I, cause I haven't, I haven't been to Cherokee since like really been to Cherokee, like going to all the places, the shops and stuff there since I was a lot younger. I've been to the casino before, but I noticed nobody working that casino is Indian except right. housekeeping. Really? They're all Indian. What the fuck? I wonder why. I don't know. But they're all really young, too. So, oh. I don't know. Maybe they have to do their time before they get their Probably. fucking percentage. Yeah. Maybe. Because. Uh, I want to know how all that works. I'm just going to do well, research the, on it the, and figure it out. The uh, Seminoles. I I met this old Miccosukee. And the Seminoles and the Miccosukee are two different tribes. And the Miccosukee, this old, old Miccosukee that I talked to, out in, out in the fucking middle of the Everglades, by the way. <laughs> Nobody else around. Just stumble upon his camp. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> he says, uh, we were talking. He was a little drunk. I was a little drunk. And we just started talking. And he was like, he was very proud of the fact that his family was one of the last families to come out of the fucking Everglades. Like, and finally, they, they moved out. He didn't like the fucking casinos. He didn't take any of their fucking money. Fuck these fucking people. Blah, blah, blah. He was mad at the fucking casinos. Yeah. Um, supposedly, in order to get your your fucking check from the tribe as a Miccosukee, you have to prove that you're 75% Miccosukee uh-huh. and Seminole. I believe it was 50%. Yeah. There are some tribes where it's like less than a percent. Yeah. You know, uh, I wonder if that's how it is with the Cherokee. I have no idea. Cause I could probably get that check if it's like less than point point zero one something. Well, I know that you get, uh, you can, it'll help you get into colleges and stuff like that. Yeah, it helps you know. a lot with your financial aid. Yeah. yeah. Um, as far as the, the card, did they give you, they give you that little player's card and it's got a little fucking, like a, a little bracelet thing. The yeah. little squirrely fucking looks like a, looks like almost like a, a mosquito fucking bracelet. Yeah. 
It's like 40 <coughs> feet fucking long when you stretch it out. Yes. Yeah. So I got one of those. I went to the casino with a couple of people. Steven was one of them. Uh, my mom was one of them. We were, we were all like, let's just go to the fucking casino. We'll go, we'll, we'll each take like 20 bucks. Oh God. Go down there and see what we can, you know, we'll keep playing until all of us are broke. Yeah. I go down, get my little fucking player's card, go through all the thing. And I'm like, oh, this is going to fucking be kind of lame. Get, get in there. And, uh, first thing I do is I fucking, I hit for a hundred bucks. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I don't keep going until my fucking, I'm done. I fucking won a hundred dollars. I walked out. I went in with 20. I walked out with 120. Yeah. And now everybody is staring at me mad as fuck because I'm now sitting around for the next two and a half hours watching them go broke. Yep. Yeah. So when I went, I put in, I put in 120 Mm -hmm. and got down to like 80 and then I won 149. And then it was just like that all night. I mean, we played all night long. We played until, I guess, one thirty, two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And it was like I'd get down to – I would like lose every bit of that, put in another uh, – I'd put in more money, and then I'd win more money. I'd be like, fuck, yeah, just want a bunch of money. And then like in an hour, it's all gone, fucking putting in a lot more of my money. Win all my money back. Just fucking keep putting it back in. Yeah, see, that's that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, and then I, yeah, by the time I was like, okay, fuck this shit, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you walk away mad. Yeah, I, I just I win did. by one on my fuck very it. first thing, and that's that it. was, I, I'm out. Yep, I made my own trail of tears from the casino to my hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, but, you know. Yeah. Not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of, I'm really white. I deserve it. Dude, the Seminoles uh, down there on the reservation, they started off with getting, being able to sell cigarettes, tax-free cigarettes. Oh, wow. And they would have like a fucking, a single wide trailer in a yeah. parking lot. Yep. And you would drive up to the fucking window on the side of a fucking trailer. <clears throat> and they would give you, not only would you get a carton of cigarettes or more than a carton of cigarettes with no tax on them, but I guess like it's, I had a whole collection of Marlboro shit that they would just go, I'd go buy like a carton of cigarettes and they'd give me a Marlboro towel and like, oh, you know, like, like Marlboro was fucking funding them. They'll let's get yeah. as many people addicted as possible right now. Worked. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I was born addicted. Were you? Mm-hmm. Crack baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure my mother wouldn't appreciate that. <laughs> She's a saint. Oh, my mother's actually a nun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> this whole I'm Jesus thing's got to stop. Yeah. Yeah. For real. I want to know why Cherokee looks the way it does now. I remember when I was a little kid, it was some parts of it were kind of like starting to go downhill. But now, I mean, it's just. It's bad. Oh, is it really? It's bad. Yeah. Dude, it's fucking like desolate. Like there's, I can't tell you how many fucking like old hotels, motels and shit mm-hmm. are just completely abandoned uh, stores, all kinds of shit. It's almost huh. like they just fucking, I don't know. I, um, when I was a kid growing up, I grew up uh, right next to the Seminole Reservation and went to school with some Seminoles. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> they were fucking living in 
uh, cinder block houses with no windows or doors, dirt yard, fucking like just like beyond fucking poor. Yeah. So when I see them with a now that everybody's driving fucking new pickup trucks and having a three bedroom, two bathroom fucking giant house with a pool and shit, I'm good, fucking good for you. Yeah. Because they came from fucking nothing. They yeah. were getting shit on bad. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. It's weird. It's definitely a different culture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what they say. <laughs> yeah. They're real big into that coral, cultural, cultural stuff. Cultural stuff. My thing, my, my fucking favorite part is the people that have bought into the. It's the great redneck myth. There's a fucking, especially in the South, where everybody thinks they're part Indian. Yeah, and a little Indian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's that saying. Yeah, that's and uh, it's fucking nine times out of ten that ain't fucking true. So I was told. I was told the same thing. "Mm, That ain't fucking true. Yeah, I was told the same thing. Yeah, it's true though. (laughs) (laughs) We uh uh. How we got all this property out here? Is it? Yeah, lots of lots of pillaging. Yeah, killing white people, raping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, raped the villages and pillaged the women. Yeah, nah, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> Hard to rape a village. It just looked yeah. at you kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's at it again. <laughs> here he comes. He's gonna fuck our dirt. <laughs> Hey, dirt fucker, get out of here. <laughs> it's dumping water on you and shit. Spraying you with the hose. Take the horses down in the holler and tie them up. And we'll get them out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing hot coals at you. <sighs> Shooting arrows at you with no arrowheads on. Just blunt tips. <laughs> don't, hurt, don't hurt him. He's, a, he's special. Yeah. <laughs> Little fucking dirt fucker. He's what he's what we like to call a retard. <laughs> but it, my trip is all right. I like. I don't know. I like it up there. It's really really pretty. Yeah, riding up through there, and then over towards Bryson City is really pretty too on the Anahela. Yeah, I want to go to Anahela. Where you should go? There's a Let's make a day out of it. Just leave early. There's a big fucking uh, like a. Hiking kayak store there where you can, uh, where, where they kayak right out in front of the fucking store in the river. Mm-hmm. What is it there in Bryson City? No, Natahala. It's in Bryson City. No, it's Natahala. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what is happening right now? <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. You're good. Okay. <clears throat> Anyways. Well, well, so. <laughs> alrighty. I don't have anything else racist to say about the Indians. They're uh, wonderful people. <laughs> okay, here we Lovely. go. Lovely. Here we go. Welcome to the Mother Podcast. Now it's time for On This Day with Chip and James. Pay attention, you may learn some I love that kid. Yeah, me too. Good kid. Cool kid. He's like 20 years old by now, right? 
Yeah, maybe 20, maybe like 30. Who knows? Okay, tell your joke. What? No. <laughs> I can't on here. Okay. No, I'm sure, uh, you know, I'm sure those people wouldn't appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, those people. <laughs> you all know who we're talking about. Okay, so this is April 27th, 1932, born in Detroit, Michigan. Kamal Kimmel, Kemel Amin, or Casey, uh, Kasem, born to Lebanese immigrants, Helen and Amin Kasem, K-A-S-E-M. They were both grocers. I don't know. What's a grocer? Somebody that works at a grocery store. Oh, okay. Um, a grocer. Okay. A grocer. Got it. <clears throat> so you know who Casey Kasem is? Mm-hmm. Everybody knows who he is. I actually don't. No, you don't? No. Casey Kasem. Uh, in the 1940s, make-believe ballroom uh, reportedly inspired Kasem to follow his career in radio. You know him yet? Uh, he received his first experience in radio covering sports at Northwestern High School in Detroit. He then attended Wayne State University, where he voiced children's radio programs such as The Long Ranger and Challenge of the Yukon. 1952, he was drafted into the U.S. Army and sent to Korea where he worked as a DJ and announcer for the Armed Forces Radio Korea Network. No idea? Nope. You're ignoring me. I have no <clears throat> idea. I'm trying to read ahead so I can figure out who it is. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> he was a voice actor, disc jockey, music historian, radio personality. He created and hosted several radio countdown programs, notably America's Top 40. No? And he was the first voice actor of Norval Shaggy Rogers. Uh, in the Scooby-Doo franchise from 1969 to 97, and then again from 2002 to 2009, he was the voice of Shaggy. You don't know who Shaggy is? Yeah, I know who fucking Shaggy is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, in, he was uh, a dedicated vegan, and he supported animal rights and environmental causes and was a critic of factory farming. He initially quit voicing Shaggy in the late 90s, um, and then when asked to voice Shaggy, when he when they asked him to sh voice Shaggy in a Burger King commercial, he just said, fuck it, I'm out. Right. Yeah. And then he came back in 2002 after negotiating to have Shaggy become a vegetarian. So the character of Shaggy is a vegetarian. Didn't know that. Uh, yeah. All because he didn't want to do a Burger King commercial because he, he felt that Burger King, like I'm starting to feel, is a piece of shit. Yeah, um, it's pretty weird when that Impossible Burger takes like tastes just like a regular burger and has more calories in it. Yeah, there's yeah. something wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> um. So he became began hosting American Top Forty in 1970 and remained there until 1988, and then he spent another nine years hosting Countdown, a uh, show called uh, Casey's Top Forty, beginning in 1989 and ending in '98. <clears throat> before reviving American Top 40 in 1998. Along the way, uh, spinoffs of the original Countdown were conceived for country music and adult contemporary audiences, and Kasem hosted two Countdowns for the latter format beginning in 92 and continuing until 2009. So he did basically what he would do, would come in every week, sit in front of a fucking microphone, and tell you what the top 40 songs were, right? Yeah. yeah. He would do... Um, 
His face looks familiar. Yeah. Well, he was very famous for it. Yeah. His voice is very famous, you know, uh, very recognizable. Uh, the fact that you don't know who he is is kind of weird. So, because, I mean, he introduced himself constantly in during the show. This is Casey Kasem, hmm. and this is top America's Top 40. And he would fucking go br- break down all the, the Top 40 songs. He would give you, like, a little snippet, like, little backstory on each song. And then you'd go into the song. So, from 1972 to 79, he was married to Linda Myers. And they had three children, Mike, Julie, and Carrie Kasem. And then... In 1980, he married Jean Thompson, and they had one child, Liberty Jean Kasem. Jean Thompson, do you remember? Okay, remember the show Cheers? Yeah. Do you remember Carla in Cheers? Kinda. The the little like kind of dirt baggy chick that is mar- yes. is in real life. She's married to oh god, the guy that played the penguin, a little short guy. Um, you know who I'm talking about? Yes, I know exactly. Who he's you're in. About. He's in fucking um. Uh, the new show now. God damn, my brain's not working. The um, always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. God damn it. Anyway, it's not Danny important. Danny DeVito. Yeah, Danny DeVito. Yeah. So, the Carla's character had an ex-husband. Do you remember that dude? No. He was a really dirtbag-looking dude. Mm-mm. Well. Do you remember the real tall, blonde, ditzy chick that was supposedly married to him? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. So that is the chick. This tall Scandinavian ch- actress was the was Casey Kasem's second wife. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. Okay, everybody kind of knows who he is, what he's done. Except me. Except Chip. <laughs> Except for me. Right? Uh, you do have a clip you're going to play, right? Of his voice, yeah. Okay. You'll you'll hear his voice. Yeah. yeah. So in two thousand thirteen, Carrie Kasem announced that her father had Parkinson's disease and was and he was diagnosed in two thousand seven with Parkinson's. So she waits from two thousand seven to two thousand thirteen to you know, let everybody know he has Parkinson's. Yeah. A few months later she says he had Louis body dementia, which is hard to differentiate between that and Parkinson's. So, in 2007, he's diagnosed with Parkinson's. In 2013, she has to announce that he has Parkinson's. And then a few months later, they go, oh, no, it's not Parkinson's. It's Louis body dementia. And his condition had left him unable to speak during his final months. His job, he can't do his job anymore because he can't speak. As his health got worse in 2013, his wife, Jean, prevented any contact with him, particularly his children from his first marriage. The big, Mm -hmm. tall Scandinavian chick. Yeah. Doesn't let him have any contact with his children from his first marriage, period. That's fucked up. Right? <clears throat> On October 1st, the children protested in front of the the Kasem home. Some of Kasem's friends and colleagues and his brother, Mourner, joined in the protest because she wasn't allowing anybody to see him. Yeah. The older Kasem children sought conservatorship over their father's care. Uh, the court denied their petition in November. This is from October to November. The kids are saying, this chick, Gene, is keeping everybody in the family away from him. He can't talk. He can't do anything. Uh, we want to take care of him because she's not letting anybody near him. Yeah. So Gene moves Kasem 
from his Santa Monica, California nursing home in May of 2014. Uh, that's on May 7th. On May 12th, Carrie Kaysen was granted temporary conservatorship over her father despite her stepmother's objection. So from the 7th, she removes him from the nursing home. On the 12th, his daughter gets temporary conservatorship, granted temporary conservatorship over her, over his, uh, over her father. The court ordered an investigation into Casey Kasem's whereabouts after his wife's attorney told the court that Casey was no longer in the United States. So Gene has now moved this man yeah. who can't talk, can't get out of bed. Out of the country. Out of the country. Yes. So she doesn't want him in contact at all with any of the family. And he was fa soon found afterward up in Washington State. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Not, didn't go too far. Right. On June 6th, this is from May to June, June of 2014, Kaysen was reported to be in critical but stable condition in a hospital in Washington State receiving antibiotics for bed sores and treatment for high blood pressure. It was revealed that he had been bedridden for some time. That's fucked up. Right. You, you to get bed sores, uh -huh. you have to be like in the same position for a long time. Right. Nobody's taking care of you. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah, not like being you're, turned. Like you're not being moved, pushed around, leaned up or anything for right. like 48 plus hours. Right. Uh, a judge ordered a separate visitation times for Kasem's wife and his children from his first marriage so that they wouldn't bump into each other. Yeah. Uh, judge Daniel S. Murphy ruled that Kasem had to be hydrated, fed, and medicated as, as a court-appointed lawyer reported on his health status. Gene Kasem claimed that he had been given food, water, and medication the previous weekend. So, wow. yeah. Uh, Carrie Kasem's lawyer stated that she had him removed from artificial food and water on orders from a doctor in accordance with a directive of her that her father signed in 2007, <clears throat> saying that he would not want to be kept alive. Uh, if it would result in mere biological existence devoid of cognitive function with no reasonable hope for normal functioning. Yeah. Um, Murphy reversed his order the following Monday after it became known that Kasem's body was no longer responding to artificial nutrition, allowing the family to place Kasem on end-of-life measures over the p objections of Gene Kasem. Wow. So this is a back and forth from the family. Mm -hmm. On June 15th, 2014, Kasem died at St. Anthony's Hospital in Gig Harbor, Washington at the age of 82. The immediate cause of death was reported as sepsis caused by an ulcer by ulcerated bed sores. That's fucking disgusting. That is so bad. Right? His body yeah. was handed over to his widow, <clears throat> Jean, and reportedly, Kasem wanted to be buried at Forest Lawn Memorial in Glendale, California. But... By July 19th, the judge had granted Carrie Kasem temporary restraining order to prevent Gene Kasem from cremating the body in order to allow an autopsy, autopsy to be performed. <coughs> Jesus. However, when Carrie Kasem went to give a copy of the order to the funeral home, she was informed that the body had been moved at the direction of Gene Kasem. Oh, so damn. he is fucking dead now. And, and same shit. And still, they don't yeah. want him to be having any contact with his family. Your dad hated all of you so much. He said even after he was dead. No. He didn't want nothing to do with you. <laughs> no, thanks. Right. Yeah. 
Uh, Kasem's wife had the body moved to a funeral home in Montreal on July 14th, 2014. So he's left the country, right? Yeah. Again. On August 14th, it was reported in a Norwegian newspaper that Kasem was going to be buried in Oslo, Norway. So Gene Kasem had him interred in Oslo Western Civil Cemetery on December 16th, 2014, nearly six months after his death, or more than six months after his death. Wow. In November 15th, three of Kasem's children and his brother sued his widow for wrongful death. The lawsuit charges that Gene Kasem, with elder abuse and inflicting emotional distress on the children by restricting access to him before his death. So in 2018, just a few years ago, because this has gone on now for how long? Yeah. Or of, of uh, no, he died in June 2014. Four years later, a police investigation initiated by a private investigator working for Gene, okay, found that he had received appropriate medical care care while in Washington and that there was no evidence of pointing to homicide. So she hired the investigator that did the report that, that basically is clearing her. Smart move. All the suits were settled in 2019. Okay. So back in 1989, Kaysen purchased a home that was built in 1954, located at 138 Mapleton Drive in Humbly Hills, Los Angeles, as a birthday present for his wife, Jean. In 2013, Kaysen and his wife put the home up on the market for $43 million. And after dueling lawsuits between Kaysen family members were settled, the property was relisted this year for $37.9 million. Mm. So it's still going on today. There's still fucking issues back and forth between them. That's a lot of fucking <coughs> drama. Yes. Uh, but very, very suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. So I did this whole story because uh-huh. I know how much you hate blonde women. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> They're kidding. I think that's, I think, that, <laughs> I think that's my problem with one of our work colleagues. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That might, that might be it. Mm. The countdown will begin this Sunday afternoon at 1, right here on the radio station you grew up with. Music Radio 138. Oh, fuck. What the hell's going on here? Jeez, Rob, isn't it the last hour? We got another hour to do? Jeez, I thought we were almost finished. Good God, I miss Molly. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. Hi, this is Casey Kasem. American Top 40 has moved to a new time. I hope you'll join me this Saturday morning and every Saturday morning at 2. 2. Now, we're up to our long-distance dedication. And this one is about kids and pets and a situation that we can all understand, whether we have kids or pets or neither. It's from a man in Cincinnati, Ohio. And here's what he writes. Dear Casey, this may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere, and it'll need a lot if you play it. Recently, there was a death in our family. He was a little dog named Snuggles, but he was most certainly a part of... Let's come start again. I'm coming out of the record. Play the record, okay? Please. 
See, when you come out of those up-tempo goddamn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions. And then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but goddamn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Okay, I want a goddamn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a fucking up-tempo record every time I do a goddamn death dedication. Now, make it, and I also want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week. This is a god, last goddamn time. I want somebody to use his fucking brain to not come out of a goddamn record that is, uh, that, that's up-tempo, and I got to talk about a fucking dog dying. Oh, that's really good. That's funny as fuck. Yeah, I I reckon I definitely recognize the voice. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Well, happy birthday, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about the the goddamn upbeat tempo songs and having to talk about the dog, the dead dog. Jesus Christ! Oh yeah. man, that was that was really good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <sighs> kind of sad though. Yeah. It's so bad for his kids. Yeah. Well, yours would probably have you killed off at some point, too. Probably. (laughs) Be like, Mom, you can't see him. (laughs) He's fine. It was natural causes. Yeah. Turns out, you shoot someone in the face, they naturally die. (laughs) Like, instantly. (sighs) I bet his his kids would love this podcast. I think so. We should just send them the link. Yeah. Yeah. I, what do you think their favorite segment would be? Oh, definitely beer time. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> goddamn can't fucking goddamn fucking yawning. <laughs> Bunch of goddamn bullshit. <laughs> Ruining the whole fucking show for everybody. <sighs> fucking phone charger out of the way. Yeah, we don't need to charge up fucking stinking phones. No. They don't work half the time anyways, apparently. Goddamn. Anyways, fucking goddamn beer times brought to you by Red Hair <laughs> Brewing Company, motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, hold on. I don't even think I did the thing. Oh, fuck. It's already fucked up. Everything's fucked up. We'll just fucking just put it in later. I don't even want to hear it. You know? No. I'm already mad. <sighs> Didn't play it to begin with. I've already ruined the show. So What the fuck, fucking, man? See? This is what I'm talking about. This right here. Little shit bugs. Yeah. We're doing this podcast in a fucking trailer park. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm waiting on a goddamn cockroach to crawl across the table. I can't even talk. It's beer time with Chip and James. One is a jerk and the other's insane. It's beer time with Chip and James. Which one will pull their dick out? Beer time. Hi, hey. everybody. Yeah. Welcome back. <laughs> Hello, neighbor. <laughs> so, for today's beer time, it's coming straight to you from Red Hair Brewing Company out of Marietta, Georgia. It's going to be a delicious rewired IPA, six point five percent alcohol. Ooh, fifty. <laughs> Ooh, intriguing. <laughs> We're going to have to start trying some, like, fucking Imperial Russian stouts that are, like, 12.7. I think the I think the big, I think the most we've had so far was, like, nine. Oh, we're going hard then, Nate. Yeah. We gotta, oh. And I think it was that fucking currant and berry yeah, like marshmallow sour, or whatever the fuck it sour was. Sour or whatever that fucking, like, grotted our tongues out. Yeah. I think, well, 
Look, I'm trying to think. What's the drunkest we've been on here? Uh, I think it was the moonshine. Or not the the With Steven. It wasn't even that. I didn't mean to say moonshine. I meant to say moon pie. Oh, that was pretty hard. That was pretty bad. <laughs> um, but it was good. It wasn't bad. It was good. No, you know what's what's really cool is that like we've been doing a lot of fucking IPAs lately, and I'm basically it's because it's kind of light and yeah. it's warming up. Yeah, supposed to be warming up. It's fucking wishful thinking, apparently. Yeah. Um, what is it? It's like 30, 33 degrees outside right now. No, it's not that cold. It's fucking. It's in the fifties or sixties right now. Let me now. look it up. 34 degrees. Sorry. It is not. It's 34 degrees. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> they don't know where we're at. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> Coming it's to a- you live from the tundra. <laughs> <laughs> it's 118 Celsius. <laughs> so we'll see you guys next Tuesday. We're going to fuck some Eskimos. <laughs> Anyways, it's a 57 on the IBU scale. Okay. Eskimos is not. We learned from one of our earlier episodes, they don't like to be called Eskimos, so don't ever, yeah, ever don't call them Eskimos. Fucking call them the E word either. <laughs> Inuits. 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 Lots of raping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Still to this day. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where to go from there. It's never stopped. No, it just um, goes and goes, and you know, really, like a, there's a lot of raping and killing of Native American women, yeah, like here and in Canada, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is. I just got back from Cherokee. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's fucked up. <laughs> there was nothing. It's not funny. It's bad. It's it not funny. I'm sorry. This is how we. This is how we deal with pain. (laughs) It is. It is. It's all the things that you know are wrong, and you don't really know what to fucking do about it. Other and how to feel, like you know, you know. That's how we deal with. (laughs) Oh, you know what? You just, you just might have. We just don't know how to feel. (laughs) And that's yeah. I mean, you know, rape is bad, but (laughs) yeah, (laughs) rape's not funny. Oh, okay. It's really not. I'm not fucking playing. Rape is not funny. But you it's can't n- stop laughing about it because we don't know how to deal with it. Yeah. It's yeah. not funny, but... This is the f- most fucked up therapy session we've ever had. Yeah. It's not funny. There's a lot of, th- you know, like, you know, a lot of things that aren't funny, <laughs> but I don't know. You don't have any other way of dealing with them because you're no. not in touch with your feelings. I guess so. I guess that's what it is. My yeah. mama didn't hug me enough. Yeah. There you go. Let's call your mom. <laughs> She'll yell, no thank you. <laughs> She'll yell, no. she just yells, no thank you. <laughs> she just answers, nope. Hangs <laughs> right back home. Um, well, and it's like just the worst things, you know, like racism, rape, any type of like social injustice is really bad. Yeah. And like, you know, I do, I don't know how to feel about any of that stuff, but I do know that if you fuck up my order at McDonald's, (laughs) you know exactly how to feel. (laughs) That's what it feels like to be raped. (laughs) Okay. 
See, this is McDonald's is raping you while in blackface. I'm, I'm starting to feel like maybe this podcast was a bad idea. Yeah. This, all this is definitely going to have to come out, starting with that Indians being raped thing. Oh, now you did it again. Yeah, I know it's going to have to come out. Okay. Oh, God damn it. I forgot. You forgot what? Not to be a fucking retard. You God, that's going to have to come out too. <laughs> How do you do this every week? You forget, like, know. you can't God just dump the I fucking can't beer. I pull in. it together. <laughs> you, you put the beer, you don't put the glass on the floor and pour it from six feet high. I know it looks fancy, but. You don't put the beer in your mouth, slosh it around, and spit it in the glass. And... Oh, God. God damn it. What the fuck, dude? I don't know. <sighs> what we're trying to say. <laughs> I can't not get away from it now because it's bothering me. Okay. Because I don't know how to explain it. Those things aren't funny. It's just funny to take the worst things. Oh, well, that's how you make light of shit. I guess. And that's all it is. Like, all that stuff's one million percent bad. And the shit we joke about is not how we actually feel. But, but... Uh, today's rant has been brought to you by Red Hair Brewing. Out yeah. <laughs> of fucking uh, Marietta, Atlanta. Marietta. Marietta. We've had them their beer before. Yes, we have. But we haven't had that beer before. No, we have not. But okay. if it's good. Well, that's a pretty, pretty beer. But if it's good, we might have it again. I'm pretty sure their blast beer that we tried was pretty good. It was. <clears throat> it was so delicious. And what is this one called? Rewired IPA. <clears throat> Very good. It is, excuse me, 6.5% alcohol and a 57 on the ABU scale. Ooh, so it's not Ooh. as hoppy, or is it as hoppy? It is as hoppy. West Coast meets East with this crisp and clean tropical stone fruit and slightly dank. Dank? Dank IPA. Really? Whatever the fuck that means. Dank. Dank. I got some stuff that's dank. Yeah. It's not drinkable. Yet. <laughs> Yet. That's true. You the, wanna... the trick is you get really high and then you drink your own urine and you get really high again. Yeah. Urine therapy. <laughs> it, like right. it, it it increases increases oh. alcohol. Oh, that smells really good. It smells good. Fucking super. I feel like it's it'd be good on a hot day. Yeah. If it wasn't 32 degrees out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have to wait until next year. <laughs> what do we have? A year of winter and a yeah. year of summer? Yeah, something like that. And during winter, it's daylight yeah. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That is really, that's really does smell good. It reminds me of Sunny D. Oh, wow. That's super smooth, too. Yeah, I like that. It's dank. What do you, what is, what do you mean it's dank? It's dank. You're just saying that to confuse me? Mm hmm. Like when you throw your hands up and then you punch me in the dick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is good. Uh, yeah. I like this. Yeah. It's an all-day drinker. I would say so. Yeah. I wish it was colder. Colder out? No. Colder, no. Colder it can't beer. get any colder outside. Colder beer? Yeah. We should leave these outside. Let them get cold. Yeah. Refrigerator. It's cold. I feel like it would just taste better if like, you put it in the freezer for like 20 minutes hmm. and then drink it. Yeah, like ice cold. I bet if it was fucking super hot, it would feel ice cold. Are we Probably. doing this again? We're doing the fucking chugging thing again? I'm about to chug the rest of that. <laughs> the Chattanooga whiskey? Yeah. There's not a lot left, is there? No, we got enough for one more show. Maybe two. We don't we don't have a lot left. <clears throat> so you know, you know what to do. 
Yeah, please, <laughs> for the love of God. We're very poor. Yeah, we're very poor. James jacked off his dog to feed his cat yesterday. That's how poor we are. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. so. Ready? Uh, what are we doing? Chug. Oh, chug, 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 chug. <clears throat> I like how you're supposed to get IPAs to sip on them and enjoy them. We just chug them. Oh, good Lord. Good, isn't it? Yeah, that's not bad. It's mm-hmm. not as bad as like it should it. be. <laughs> it's not as bad as it should be. It should have been really bad chugging it, but it's not. I like it. So if you're ever out with your friends at 3 o'clock in the morning in a field and you want to fucking uh, shotgun some beers, it's not bad. We've given it the shotgun test. It smells very good. What's it? What's it smells it? different out of the can. Oh, well, you're smelling the aluminum. That's uh, not real. Aluminum is not real. You know what is real? The only way, you know, this is shit. It says it's biodegradable. Does it? Yeah, they're biodegradable. The only way to fucking recycle these is to throw them in the ocean. Oh, yeah. Just like my <laughs> car batteries. Yeah. Yeah. Make a trip once a year. Oh, Jesus. Marietta, Georgia. I save up all my plastic bags, my straws, car batteries. Yeah. And beer cans. Go out to Savannah once a year and fucking just. Yep. I go down to the Gulf. Let the ocean have them. Gulf side. Yeah. <laughs> so so it all stays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that. The first hurricane that blows through, it all ends up on fucking Duval Street somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It'll make its way into a dumpster somewhere. Holy Christ. I shouldn't have done that. Still good, though. Tastes good. Burps taste good. Really? Yeah, it's it's nowhere near as... uh, The last one was a little mm, sharper. Something like that? Yeah. Like, I, I guess more bitter. I guess that's what that is. The bitterness is yeah. what gives it the the sharp taste. Yeah, we really got to get somebody to fucking tell us how we're. we're I like we're, how we do it. Yeah, just, just wing it. Just yeah. fucking complete fucking morons. Yeah. This beer tastes a little yellow. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I was to describe this beer, I would say yeah, some bright orange. <laughs> you know, you know how in movies what it sounds like when someone zips up a zipper. And then you go to the bathroom to pee, and you zip up your zipper, and it sounds just like that. That's how this beer tastes. <laughs> it's very, it's a quick zip. <laughs> it's perfect. You know what we mean. Yeah, you, you know what I'm talking about. So, do you want to do some news stories? Yeah. You do? Sure. Why not? Okay. Not like we ain't got anything else to do. No. <laughs> nope. in the United States, hundreds of thousands of every walk of life on the farms, in low-rent housing districts, in suburban homes and apartments, and in the better-class neighborhoods of any city or town. For their number is legion, and wherever people live, there also live the mentally retarded. Retards everywhere. Gotta love them. (laughs) <laughs> Give him a big old hug Okay, that's too specific Are you going to read the first one? Yeah, fucking illegal yoga I'm going to read the second one A ban on yoga in Alabama public schools is expected to stay a little longer As conservative groups raised objections to a bill that would have reversed the current restrictions 
At a public hearing on Wednesday, representatives from two conservative groups said they were worried it could lead to the promotion of Hinduism or guided <laughs> meditation practices. Don't want anybody thinking anything. No. <laughs> Where is this at? Alabama. Oh, fucking, yeah. The missionary state. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You ain't got to be flexible. <laughs> Just lay down <laughs> on your back. Oh. Uh, da, 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 da. The bill did not advance in the Alabama Senate. Ju- 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 oh, judiciary. Judis- judicious. <laughs> judiciary. Is that how you yeah. say it? Yeah, judiciary. Okay. Committee. <clears throat> Democratic Representative Jeremy Gray of... Uh, I don't know how the fuck to say that. Opalica? Opalaka? Opalaka? Opalica? Whatever. Yeah. There's an Opalaka in Florida. That's the only reason I know. Uh, I don't know. Who has been trying since 2019 to get the ban revoked, sponsored the bill. This whole notion that if you do yoga, you'll become Hindu. I've been doing yoga for 10 years, and I go to church, and I'm very much a Christian. He said... The yeah. vote on the bill. <laughs> In quotation marks. That's what he says. Yeah, he said that. Obviously, he doesn't yeah. fuck any of his relatives. So what would he fucking know? Yeah. Uh, the vote on the bill ended in a tie. With two members absent, the committee chairman said he would bring the bill back for another try when more mem- members are present. So the people that are <coughs> being paid to go and vote on these things decided, man, eh, we're going to stay home today. Yeah, so let's see. So the Alabama Board of Education voted in 1993 to prohibit school personnel from using any techniques that involve the induction of hypnotic states, guided imagery, meditation, or yoga. Right. It's so fucking stupid. That is uh, the entire state of Alabama. Yeah. is That's retarded. Yes. Yeah. You no know meditation allowed in school. They've, Bullshit. <clears throat> they, they did you see that there was a there was a documentary where they introduced meditation to uh, prisoners, uh-uh. and they became less violent, and they like were actually being rehabilitated. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it'd well, be like all, all these prisoners fucking meditating and becoming calm and fucking. You know, it, it's. We don't want our children to do that. I used <clears throat> to. Uh, <clears throat> I used to meditate and do. Uh, uh, Wim is it Wim Hof? Yeah, Hoff, is it Hoff or Hoffman? Um, I think it's just I, Wim Hof. Yeah, Wim Hof. Yeah, yeah, and do his guided breathing techniques. You're thinking of Dustin Hoffman breathing techniques. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking about Rain Man. <laughs> <laughs> Where you just you just <sighs> so, course, course, course. I got to watch. <laughs> It's a much more anxiety-ridden oh, fucking oh form of yoga. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Lots of counting and remembering stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so playing blackjack. <laughs> okay. This one is uh, slave trade. Yeah. Uh, okay. Be, because why not? Yeah. Uh, so students at a North Texas high school have been penalized for staging a mock slave auction on Snapchat. Snapchat's still a fucking thing? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> um, Bigger than ever. According to civil rights activists, a group of students at the ninth grade school campus in Fort Worth, in the Fort Worth suburb of Oledo, set up a slave auction of black classmates on the social media platform. Okay. 
the Star Telegram obtained a screenshot of a Snapchat group with the name Slave Trade. Also, it was like not they weren't like uh, yeah they weren't they, holding them captive. They or weren't anything. they weren't candy coating it in any way. They <laughs> no. just straight up called it Slave Trade. Yeah, uh, and with another racial slur. Yeah, which they don't report was. on. I wonder what, what the fucking slave trade and with another racial slur. I wonder what that could be. Um, according to the Star Telegram, one person said they would pay one dollar for a peer, while another said in this in the chat that they would spend a hundred dollars for another person. Uh, Susan Bond, superintendent of schools in Aledo, stated that the district officials were made aware of students cyber bullying other students based on their race for more than about two weeks ago. So white students are trying to sell their black classmates in a on a fucking online forum called Slave Trade, and it's cyberbullying. Mm-hmm. Only cyberbullying. Yeah, that's it. That's it. According to the Star Telegram, Principal Carolyn Ansley stated in a letter sent to the parents the week of April fifth that the incident of cyberbullying and harassment prompted discussions about how inappropriate and hurtful language can affect others. <laughs> oh Jesus! Yeah. Uh, this is really not cool, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you might hurt someone's feelings by trying to sell them into slavery. Yep. Nice. Uh, the district did not specify what kind of discipline was meted out to the students. Well, it depends. Um, the black kids got fucking punished, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the white kids are, yeah. they'll be fine. Move I think the black kids to the back of the classroom <laughs> and they can make fun of them. Yeah. Eddie Burnett, president of the Parker County and NAACP, stated that he intends to bring the issue before the Alito, the Elite Alito Independent School Board District, District School Board. God damn. That was pretty good whiskey. Yeah. Pretty good. <sighs> we didn't have a because <clears throat> I'm younger. You didn't have a what? <laughs> we didn't have any <laughs> slave trade shit going on. No, we didn't have a whole lot of. We didn't have like racist shit go on at the schools I went to. Um, we had. Um, so you did that one. Yeah. Or did I do that Let's one? See. No, 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 you, no, did, you that did that one. Okay, do the next one. Uh, great. I get the porn one. So the Jefferson County Sheriff's Office received a nine one one call around three p.m. Saturday from Pat- Patricia Hill herself. Hill herself. She told police that she had shot her husband. Deputies responded to 3801 Donaldson Lane in Whitehall. They found Patricia Hill standing in the front yard. She was immediately detained, and according to the Jefferson County Sheriff's Office, the body of Frank Hill was found on the floor inside a utility shed at their home. Police said he suffered at least two gunshot wounds. During an interview with authorities, Patricia said she had arrived home and walked to the utility shed to confront her husband. She said she disagreed with his purchase of video pornography. Pornography? Pornography? Yeah. So she canceled the order. Frank Hill managed to place another order, and Patricia told investigators that she had asked her husband to leave the shed, but he refused. (laughs) He said, fuck you. This is my stabbing cabin. Yep. She then went inside their home, grabbed her twenty-two caliber pistol, went back to the shed, and shot her husband two fucking times. Wow, I can't really believe this report says that. Shot him two fucking times, <laughs> hitting him in the head and the leg. So, she doesn't have very good aim. No, she shot him in the head, and then 
probably missed his dick and shot him in the leg. <laughs> yeah. Right? She returned to her home and called 911 to report the shooting. She's currently being held at the uh, the WC Dub yeah. Brassel Adult Detention Center without bond. Yeah. The the uh, the funny part is that they don't really mention her age in here, but these people were definitely in their sixties. Really, yeah, they were an older couple. Wow! So she was just tired of his shit. That's what it yes. was. Yeah, like fucking Absolutely. thirty years of putting up with this bullshit. Right. That's what he had the shared for. <laughs> yep. I would go. I would do the same thing. <laughs> <clears throat> you don't I, get don't get a divorce. Just go out in the shed and jerk it. <laughs> so when I was growing up in my mom's neighborhood, <laughs> anyways, in my mom's neighborhood, there was a couple that lived like three houses down, and the woman was from, she was from Wales, and the husband was from somewhere in Britain, and. <clears throat> They met, like, when they were teenagers, and both of their parents, like, forbid them to see each other. Oh. So, they basically just fucking ran away to America. Really? Yeah. And they've lived there since fucking probably 1998 or some shit. Right. They have a shed in their backyard. Uh-huh. And he hangs out in there. You've got to have a place to go. Yeah. He does IT work. He does computer work. Yeah. And IT stuff. So, yeah. he has a bunch of computer stuff set up. So, he's got the good porn. Yeah. And... She said that she went in his shed one day and got on his computer, and there were pictures of their other neighbor mowing her yard on his downloaded on his computer. Uh-huh. Now, just remember, you have a cell phone, don't you? Yeah. How often do you take pictures on your cell phone? You take your phone home, and you go through the trouble of uploading those pictures onto your computer. Oh, how often do I do it? Yeah. Um, I don't know that I don't di- have to download them onto, onto my computer. Exactly. But Pretty fucking weird, ain't it? Well, he was just hiding them from his wife. Pretty weird. Yeah. Well, and the chick, she's not like, we're not talking about like some 20 year old, like, you know, the hot blonde or some shit. Dude, I, this chick you know, is like. What it is, is they're fucking from England and, you know, to the English, we're real, we're all pretty hot. I guess so. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to remember what the other thing was. Oh, but so that, and then <clears throat> one of the, one of his. You've co- seen the Prince Charles, and like the, we're all pretty fucking. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, true, yeah, yeah. true. We all have good teeth. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, uh, sort of. Yeah. The druggies don't count. Some of us that, that don't get into the big big old meth jar at grandma's <laughs> house. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so he has a work colleague. It's a woman, and he takes her out to. To dinner once a week, uh-huh. openly. It was taking whatever the fuck her name is. Is it the neighbor? Wife. No, 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 no. That's another one. No, it's it's actually someone that he works with. Oh. But they just they only go to dinner and talk about work stuff. So. Uh-huh. That's it. It's yeah. been going on for probably twenty years now. Yeah, wife's cool with it. She don't care. But she was worried about the picture. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of England. Uh, walking down Earlham Road in Norwich, you might be forgiven for doing a double take and wondering whether there's a restaurant nestled among the houses on this peaceful city street. That's because one of the properties has a rather unmissable neon sign hanging above the door, which proclaims the place is Orlando's to passersby. The homeowner, Orlando Williams, insists that he hasn't turned his seven-bedroom home into a Japanese restaurant, despite his neighbor's claims to the contrary. (laughs) (laughs) 
People living on the residential street have told the Norwich City Council that Mr. Williams has been running a restaurant from his home since 2018. They claim he's been doing so without permission. Subsequently, the council have been forced to investigate the property to discover whether he is breaching planning regulations. Uh, Williams, who used to run a different Japanese restaurant on Beer Street in Norwich, denies that he has done anything wrong. He added, there is no restaurant here. Yeah. Okay. Simple as that. Yes. Um, as well as having a neon sign on the front door of the premises, the word Sakura is also written on the door, which was the name of his previous restaurant business. <laughs> right? Yeah. A Facebook account for Sakura Japanese still exists and now features an Earlham Road address, which matches that of Orlando's. Yeah. Right. To further fuel the fire, a different Facebook post from October suggests that Orlando's is a Japanese barbecue and sushi restaurant. Uh, a woman shared a photo of a leaflet advertising the eatery, writing, Hey, beautiful people, come visit Orlando's, open every day from 4 to 10 p.m. Located on Earlham Road, Norwich, NR47HW. Uh, Norwich City Council has reportedly visited the property several times, but has not been able to fully determine whether it's being used as a restaurant or not. They say they are still continuing to look into this issue. So this guy's been running a restaurant out of his house till for, since 2018. And every time they come, hey, is this a restaurant? No, this is not a restaurant. Nope. <laughs> I just like that sign. <laughs> Good enough. <laughs> That's how everyone should live their life. Just do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. They're asking me, is this a restaurant? He's saying, nope, not at all. They're like, what's up with the sign? He's like, I just like the sign. They're like, good enough for us. (laughs) See you at six (laughs) o'clock. Yeah, pretty much. God. Do one more? Uh, You're sure? Yeah, sure. You sure? Yeah, go ahead and do that one because. Ambulance one? Yeah. A Florida man named James was arrested Sunday after an ambulance he allegedly stole from a hospital becomes stuck in sand and mud near a sheriff's substation. Hernando County. Uh-huh. Where's that at? That is up uh, near Tampa. Of course it is. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Hernando County Sheriff's deputies responded to a report of an incident, incident of a stolen ambulance on Sunday, April 4th. Uh, the County Fire and Emergency Services Ambulance was stolen from the ambulance bay at Oak Hill Hospital at about 12.27 p.m. The ambulance crew was dropping off a patient inside the hospital, which was when the vehicle was taken. So they got out. He got in. Mm-hmm. The suspect drove the ambulance to an area of Cass Circle of Port of Port Court, about 10 miles away, where the ambulance became stuck in the sand and mud near a large pond. Witnesses at the scene told deputies the suspect ran on foot toward a shopping plaza nearby. Hernando County Sheriff's Office substation at 1231 Cass Circle is located within hundreds of feet of the area, and the sheriff's office said the suspect was apprehended near the substation. Uh Trey Cornwell, 29, 5'7", blonde hair, slender frame, 135 pounds, was arrested and booked at the Hernando County Detention Center on one count of grand of grand theft of a motor vehicle and held on $10,000 bond. The sheriff's office did not mention a possible motive. Okay. And I did not know you attached a fucking picture of him. Yes. Made all that other shit up. Nope. That's him. 
Yep. Um, I you described w- him quite well. Do you want to describe him? Uh, long blonde hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really believe in talking about skin colors. Uh, right. It's a lighter. It's a light. It's uh, a very light. Like it's a, a light, like a light, a palish. Yeah, light. Uh, it's light complected. Uh, and uh, any distinguishing features? Uh, let's see. He's got a very large, long neck. Uh huh. His. Uh, <laughs> he's got a wrinkly forehead. This smart ass look on his face. He looks like the dude from. Oh, what's that called? It puts the lotion on the basket. Oh, it puts the lotion in, on the skin. Yeah. Uh, fucking uh, Buffalo uh, Buffalo Bill. Bill. Bill yeah. yeah, he looks a lot like Buffalo Bill. Yes. Oh, and he's got a giant fucking lightning bolt tattooed across his entire face. Yes, the yeah. same one that, that Ziggy, Ziggy that Stardust. He's got the Ziggy yes. Stardust lightning bolt tattooed across his fucking whole forehead and his yeah. face over his eye. It's pretty sweet. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Now, here's the problem with this story. It's because it's kind of an unremarkable story for Florida. Right? Just, it yeah, really is. Despite a, the fact that the yeah. dude's walking around with a lightning bolt and thought he could just run away and nobody would recognize him. Yeah. So I started doing a deep dive on this guy. <laughs> and you're friends with him on Facebook? Well. Oh, no fucking way. <laughs> he, he is friends with a friend of mine, the girl that I uh, told you about that fucking runs a nudist colony over there in Tampa. Of course she is. Yes, she is. Uh, he has been arrested several times. For the same thing. Uh, <laughs> Yes. Okay. So I went, I also went to his Facebook page uh-huh. and he stops in 2015. He stops posting anything and he doesn't have the tattoo in 2015. Gotcha. He has an arrest record going back to 2019. Uh, I think he's got like four arrests on his record, aggravated assault, fucking battery, shit like yeah. that. Meth stuff. All with that tattoo on his face. So like he got the tattoo and just lost his, at some point between 2015 and 2019, he fucking came completely unglued. You got to quit doing drugs, man. Yeah, dude. Jesus Christ, dude. And he's like, he just like just got arrested for stealing a fucking ambulance. This is like his fourth fucking arrest in a year or so. And he's just does Why not look like he gives a give a fuck. Ambulance? It's a cool ride. <laughs> really picking up the ladies. Yeah. I mean, you can live in it. You can fucking ride it around. Yeah. There's, Pick, there's, senior citizens, man. If, you, if you're into old ladies, yeah. well, they're there's, just like, fucking there's all a couple of IV bags in the back. You don't <laughs> yeah. have to like really eat or drink for a couple of days. Jesus Christ. Yeah. He's it's messed not, up. He's not. It's messed up. That's totally messed up, dude. Yeah. He's, uh, he's definitely one for the fucking books, that dude. But I was surprised because I was like, oh, we'll go, I'll go to his Facebook page. And then I look at his friends. Mutual friends. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, I know that chick. She's fucked up. Yeah. But I don't ever see her stealing an ambulance. But maybe he, 2015, that dude wasn't stealing an ambulance either. True. We're not yeah. stealing ambulances right now. Yeah. I mean, at any point, anybody here listening to this yeah. or anywhere, you could just snap and start stealing ambulances. Yeah. It happens. It does happen. Yeah. You got to keep your yeah, fucking sure. life in check because shit you could go horribly you fucking really wrong. Do. You could fucking, you could completely fuck up and start a podcast at any moment. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> this is what happens when you don't let kids do yoga in school. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. They might fucking go down the wrong path. Next yeah. thing you know, they're talking into a fucking microphone and drinking Chattanooga whiskey. Yeah. And making fun of fucking everybody. Yeah. Jesus. It's terrible. Well, we're uh pretty far in. Are we? Mm-hmm. Are we far enough to leave? Yes, we are far enough oh, to leave. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad it's over. <sighs> well, so I'm thinking, what are we? What do we got right now? 
We're uh, time wise, mm-hmm. uh, hour forty. Okay. Oh, it's great. So we can cut out forty minutes worth of racist stuff, and uh, uh, oh no, right that stays in. That stays in. That's, a, that's <laughs> the only reason people download this is for the racist stuff. Oh man. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Go yeah. to Tea Public, buy some shit, so we can keep, uh, so we can keep doing this. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. Send us a message. And whoever uh, at the time happens to be opening up for us at the beginning of the show, go and support them too. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and also email us with your with your questions. I know we didn't do questions this episode, but it's because I just I don't want to do questions all the time. Yeah, he lost all of his fucking money. He doesn't feel like questions. He doesn't feel like answering your stupid fucking questions when he's yeah. got no money in his wallet. Yeah. Would you? And I'm just staring at the ATM machine like all night long. And I'm going, like, God on. damn it. If I, if I could steal an ambulance right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. All right. You know. What? There really wasn't as much cocaine out in the open as I thought there was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. is ruining the show.